This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome to Game Bet and Match, the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. It's the US Open special. I'm Nigel Seeley, and I'm delighted to say joining me yet again is my two fantastic co-hosts uh, starting off in the blue corner, uh, a two times quarter finalist here in the Flushing, uh, Flushing Meadow, uh, former American number one, Mr. James Blake. James, fantastic. Very so. Glad you can join us again for what is your biggest tournament of the year. Thank you very much for coming along. Give us your input and your advice on the tournament. Thank you very much. Thanks. Uh, and also, Mr. Sean Calvert. Now, Mr. Sean Calvert down there, the surroundings may look a little bit different, but he's just done a, <laughs> a what was it, a 45-mile trek uh, up Roughly, and down yeah. the coast. Just looking well on painful. it, mate, though, to be fair. I must admit, you're looking well on it. Well, maybe the lighting's not so good in here, but um, yeah, it's uh, it was tough. But um, yeah, no internet, anything like that, just peace and quiet and just hard trekking and and whatever. Yeah, it was good fun, good fun. When did you? Yeah, when when did you? <laughs> when did, did you get to like the thirteen mile uh, bit this today with a bit of rain and think to yourself, who's going to come out of the the men's section in quarter two? <laughs> did, that, did that cross your mind as you were going to the wall? I did muse on a few things while I was doing doing uh, knocking up the miles. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. he's got some deep thoughts on some of these draws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I've gone, I've gone very deep. The thinking is just so deep now. <laughs> well, let's let's look at the, the well. This is the US Open. Before we go on to the the betting itself, James, you're out based there. The conditions are hot. You know, it's a hot, yeah. it's a hot hot time at the moment. Uh, the courts are fast. So I'm guessing. What kind yeah. of conditions are the are the players going to encounter when they? I mean, the first round starts uh, at Flushing Meadow on Monday. It's supposed to be hot these first few days. So, I mean, the good thing for players, I always liked it so much better for, if you're used to it. So this practice week is, and the qualities week has been hot. So players should be getting accustomed to it. Their bodies should be able to adjust a, a little better, but it's still going to be those conditions. You know, the men going three out of five sets. Um, I have a feeling you're going to see some dealing with um, some conditioning issues. Um, and same for the women, you know it's it's going to be hot and, and humid and sticky but the courts are quick so some maybe some some quicker points some quicker matches um but if you're not going to get those breaks earlier and get into some long matches you might uh you might pay for it physically now obviously you're an american we're obviously two two british people and we we've, we've been growing up at wimbledon the us open is obviously the biggest tournament in the american market the handle for bet rivers is very strong what does it mean for american to play at the us open Oh, it's huge, uh, especially being the last of the Grand Slams for the year. So someone that thinks they had a chance to win a Grand Slam this year and they haven't done it yet, 
um, someone like a Medvedev, you know, it, it, it means so much because, Hey, this, you know, this could make or break my year. This could make it an extremely successful year. And for the Americans, it's huge. Uh, you know, this is as much as seems like the rest of the world thinks of Wimbledon as the pinnacle Americans grow up thinking us open is, uh, is the pinnacle of our sport. And it's, it's where you come when you've made it, you've made it in tennis when you, when you get to the us open. So, so to win it, to be in the second week of the us open is just such an accomplishment for any American. You, know, you play some epic games for night matches. I remember Andre Agassi, I think it was one of the classic yeah, games yeah. at Flushing Meadow, an unbelievable match. Uh, let's uh, look at this. Now, I'll tell you what, Sean, we, the last time we spoke at a major was at Wimbledon, and we both said that Wimbledon yes. was one of our best ever tournaments. The US Open, for me, has always been a tournament. It's been a nightmare to bet winners. I've always found it impossible because there's so many players retiring, so many players <laughs> at the end of the queue, and what James said there, condition. I've never, I've never had a very good US Open. I've, I've always done pretty well at the US, actually. I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've, it's, over the years, it's been one of my favourite tournaments to bet. I've just always some tournaments you get a feel for, and, and some you bit, get a bit of less of a feel for. I've, I've always got a pretty good feel for the for the US Open. Not that's not the same in all majors, that's for sure. I need to go on the tournaments, 40, but I need, to, I need to go on the forty-five mile yeah, hike just, to get my yeah, clear, clear mind. All comes clear my mind and get me back to something. <laughs> I know why you've done that now. Get, get, get your karma ready for the for the yeah. US Open. Uh, well, let me just let's look at the betting now. Looking at the betting here, the men's draw and the women's draw as well. I mean, we, we talk about the, the competitiveness in, in men's tennis and it's been dominated by the, the big three and the big four over the years. But this is probably, for me, one of the, the most difficult Grand Slams I've seen in, in probably 25 years to call. There's 25 men here who could win this tournament for me. Uh, look at the betting. Medvedev is the favourite, a plus two tennis, the number one seed defending champion. Obviously, there's no Novak Djokovic this year. Nadal at four comes in with a really, really big question mark over him you know is he fit he's played one game since the since he retired at Wimbledon they pulled out at Wimbledon it was against Corridge and he got beat Alcaraz at five is he ready is he is he, is he the big, big commitment so there's question marks about the top three in the betting I'm going to start with you James here now there doesn't seem to be much bias on the draw here you know we look at the bracket sometimes and think oh you want to be in the bottom half of the bracket you want to be in the top half of the bracket it looks about a, a random draw it's very hard yeah. it's like, to me it's close your eyes and, and put a pin in it where do you, where do you see where do you see you the said it very well. you said it very well with how balanced it, it has been and and the fact that for so long there's been is it, are you going to pick Novak or are you going to pick Roger are you going to pick Rafa and that's it you know you're not even looking past that for who you're, you're thinking about the winner and this year i could i could go through this draw and look at 10 15 like you said even 20 20 guys that could win this um i'm feeling a little bit of pressure since uh we've been doing these podcasts and i got rafa right in australia i got rafa right in at the french i got novak right in the at wimbledon <laughs> so i feel like I, I mean i'm going for my own calendar slam here to get you know to get the pick right and i think i actually have to go with the favorite um i actually think medvedev on these courts are quicker i think he hasn't had as great of a summer um, leading up to it. But I do think he's going to be able to figure things out if he gets going through this uh, and gains some confidence. And he does have, I think, a pretty favorable draw to start with the first seed he plays, Basilis Feely. Uh, um, and then I think the the real tough one is Kyrgios. Kyrgios is in his uh, his section there. So if he can get through Kyrgios, who's playing, I mean, with newfound confidence and um, and really fitness, I, I think if, if Medvedev can get through that, I think he's got a chance to win it, a good chance to win it. What Are you, are you going for Medvedev? from perspective to get the, the, the James Blake Grand Slam or you go from Redford because you, you know, he's plus 210, which I think, I personally think is not, not a very attractive price for betters because Kyrgios is tough and then he's got to run into Karina Buster who's, who's one, you know, won a Masters event this this summer, uh, this, uh, this fall. So 
Um, I think it's quite a difficult draw for him. And, you know, I, I can see where you're coming from because you'll get better as we go on. But, um, you know, I'm worrying about James Blake going there, Sean, for, for trying to get the, the Blake the Blake Grand Slam here. Just going for the favorite. I just want to get all four. Give me give me some bragging rights. But <laughs> no, I, I do think on the quicker courts, I think he's gonna he's gonna lock in that serve. He had some serving issues uh, in Cincinnati, but he still made semis. And I think uh, on these courts, he's gonna have a better chance and just coming in, getting a little more confidence. I think um, you know if he gets through. To me, it's getting through Kyrgios in that fourth round. If he gets through Kyrgios. Um, if Kyrgios is playing well, puts it all together and gets there, I think if he can beat Kyrgios, then I think he he's just going to be not smooth sailing because every match is tough. He said this balanced draw is there, there's going to be some tricky opponents, but I think he can um, he can really use this quick court and his um, kind of flatter shots can can really skid through a little better. Well, there's one man I know on this panel who will definitely be opposing Medvedev, a man who never bets a favourite in any tennis tournament I've known him to do so. He always looks for the value, and that is Mr. Sean Calvert. Sean, um, yeah. you've got to respect Medvedev's chances, obviously, and James, the man in form, going for the, the Blake the Blake Slam. So <laughs> we, we've got to give him we've got to give him some credit because he's had the three winners of the, of the Slams before. But um, I can't imagine you rushing down to to, to bet uh, Medvedev at plus 210. Yeah, I'm not having Medvedev. He's probably <laughs> probably not much of a surprise. Um, yeah, he's obviously got a great chance. I just think this is really open. I, I actually think the top half is slightly slightly the tougher. I think there's, there's a little bit more depth uh, in the top half than the bottom. I, I think the bottom half. If if I think you mentioned you mentioned about Nadal, I think the other issue is is with with the fact that he may not even play or may not last this tournament. We, you know, we're talking about his you know personal life. His, his wife's in hospital at the minute. You know, potentially. Um, uh, early birth of their first child, and I think that could that could be a big issue, really, for him. I could certainly see him. You know, you, you guys know it's a situation where he could have to have to leave, or feel like he has to go, feel like he just says, "Right, family's coming first. I'm going to have to go." That's a yeah. potential issue. The the, the 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 more obvious issue is the fact that he hasn't played uh, for quite some time. But I mean, for me, and I just think this is so open. I think, like you said, there's like 10, 15, 20 guys that could win this. And I think, as ever, you know, I go for the value. I don't go for the the shorter prices. I think in the top half, I'm taking Berrettini. I like that. Um, on on the basis that he's, I, I got him at 33 to one a week or so ago. He's probably a similar price to that now. Probably about 28s or 30s, maybe. Um, 25 currently know, now with Bet Rivers. Berrettini. Okay, that's that's been yeah, nibbled at a little bit then. Um, you know, we, a couple of months ago, we were talking about him as seven to one second favorite with Djokovic in the field to win Wimbledon. Yeah, I know it's on a hard court, and I know he's been out of form recently but you know yourself James you know when you've been out of form come to the first round of a major get through that get through the second round you start feeling good again yeah yourself I like his draw I like I mean I think if I wasn't picking Medvedev I'd pick him he he would be my next pick on that side um Berrettini and and possibly Taylor Fritz uh would be would be someone some that have a little bit of value there yeah I just think I just think Berrettini's got a really good record here as well hasn't he's he's I think he's won 12 of his last 15 matches here yeah, um, at the US Open. You know, if it's going to play quick, um, as we think it's going to be, I looked at the weather. It's it's looking like it's thirty degrees for the next or seven days or so. That's that's going to be pretty perfect for Berrettini on these courts. Yeah, um, I, like I just I just have my doubts about Medvedev. I just I just think he's not had a good year. Um, he's only won that one title in the last since winning the US last year. He's only won one title, and that was in Los Cabos. Lost five yeah, of his six yeah. finals. Just doesn't look quite the same player. I think maybe just confidence has maybe been shaken maybe it was when he lost in the australia open final yeah. to rafa yeah maybe. I had a, I had a, yeah it could have had something to do with it for sure it could have, and then he just you know he barely won a, a he lost his next sort of five finals in a row didn't he after that before when he yeah. lost cabos so 
I think there are enough doubts about Medvedev for me. And in the top half, I'm going to go, yeah, as I said, I'm going to go with Berrettini. I've got one in the bottom half as well. Berrettini. Uh, and uh, obviously, you've, you've mentioned Taylor Fritz there. Taylor Fritz is 25 to one. Me and Sean will never, I'll never bet Taylor Fritz again after Wimbledon. What he did to me there. Yeah, you if know, it's a net game. If he starts coming yeah. to the net and volleys, Listen, then, all, all, then yeah. All three of us going back in the 90s had big, 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 lovely hairstyles. Now, yeah. that, if Taylor Fritz. Taylor Fritz is not responsible for this, but he, he, he a lot of a lot of the hair left over at Wimbledon after Taylor Fritz. Yeah. I, must, I must admit, me and Taylor Fritz are dumb, but uh, it's a fantastic talent. But that quarter there with Casper Ruud is obviously in that in that uh, second quarter there. He's he could yeah, be world number one, couldn't he? Yeah, if at the end of this well, two weeks. Well, in theory, yeah, well, theory, well, we'll see. But uh, <laughs> you know, you can see definitely Berrettini coming through in that in that section. Sitsipas is obviously the guy fancy to do that, but obviously, you know, he's in or out. You know, can be fantastic or or or, or very poor. So we never really know what to do. I haven't had a bet on the top half. I've actually had a bet on the bottom half, um, and I'm I'm coming from the same kind of angle as Sean. But uh, before we come on to my bets. Um, have you looked at the bottom half in, in any depth of James? Have you looked at anyone who you potentially yeah. think who can come through that bottom half of the section, given the doubts about the down? Yeah, I'd say that the two that I'm looking at are, are, um, are Yannick Sinner. I think he's uh, a guy that's playing really well. I think the fast courts won't bother him. He's had success on hard before as well. Um, he's beaten Alcaraz. Um, so I think that's going to be one of his biggest, uh, biggest hurdles. Hubie Hercotch as well up there. But, uh, the other one that I, I mean, you guys are British and I still don't think this guy gets a ton of credit is Cam Nori. Um, I'm not sure exactly where his odds stand right now, but on a quick court, I love the fact that his backhand is going to skid through. I was just watching practice, uh, yesterday out there and man, looks like he's hitting the ball. Great. He's really followed up sort of a breakout season last year um without having any sort of a slump without falling off at all and i mean if the wimbledon points were on he instead of being the seven seed he could have been the four or five seed um so this guy to me has has a great opportunity and doesn't always get the um the exposure of the quote-unquote bigger names and you know big big games of other players but i think he's got a real chance to get to semis maybe finals um from that side uh, he was definitely, it was definitely someone that I looked at as well. He was 30, he's 33 to one currently with Bet Rivers, but, um, you know, obviously, and especially if Nadal, anything develops in Nadal over the next 24 hours, he's going to probably go half the price of that. So, yeah, uh, yeah Cam Norrie is 33 to one. Yannick Sinner uh, is, is 12 to one. The only thing we always, myself and Sean always talk about Sinner is that we don't really trust him over five sets. We think his conditioning yeah. is, is a problem. And obviously with the heat as well, Yep. That could be a problem for Sinner, so you know that that would be that would be a, a little bit of a concern for 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 me. Um, I'll give you the, the couple that I like in the bottom half. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to Sean's going to be really disappointed in me here, but I, I like Tiddy last week. Carlos Alcaraz, I've, I've got to go for him. I, you know, he's my man. You know, I remember doing this uh, chat with the Australian Open and betting Carlos Alcaraz. At, I think it was thirty three to one at the time, and uh, he's now six to one. I just feel that. If Nadal gets beat, it goes out, then this boy looks at the draw and, and believes that he can, he can beat anybody in the draw. I think as the tournament goes on, he's going to get better and better. I know he hasn't had a fantastic hardcore season. And I know that he's probably uh, suffered from the loss in the French Open, which really did affect him. But I feel, I've said it to you as well, Sean, I think that sometimes that um, I think the coach Ferrero is looking at it thinking, well, don't exert yourself too much. Come in here with, with you know, there's points to be made. But uh, I'm always a believer that you don't want to be winning a tournament or going to you know back to back tournaments heading into into a major. So I just think he might just be picking at the right time. And I think we might get a nice price about him. And 
I just want to be on the guy when he wins it. So six to one for me, Carlos Alcaraz. <laughs> and the other one I like is again someone that uh, me and you, Sean, have spoken about in the past. And he uh, he lost me lots of money at Wimbledon by getting beat in the first round. And that's her cash. I I, I think at forty to one, if it's fast, uh, the only trouble is is that I don't think he he breaks enough serve enough, but his serve gets going. And with that yeah. six in a draw, Massetti, Sinner, yeah. a long game against Sinner, I'd have to go for Hercas. And given his form, uh, the fi- recent finalist as well, you know, in, in a Masters event, I think Hercas at 40 to 1 in probably what I would slightly say is probably the easiest section, the easier half of the draw, the bottom half. Hercas for me and uh, Carlos Alcaraz. Uh, Sean, what's your thoughts on the bottom half? Yeah, Hercas is, is the one I went for. Um, just think he's got a nice draw. Um, you know, we, we talked about him in what before Washington, didn't we? Um, we kept, we took him on a bit there, didn't? Because it was his, it was his first match um, for a little while after after Wimbledon lost in the first round, then backed it up, but by, by getting to the final of Montreal, his favourite there wasn't he in the final of Montreal, lost to Karenio Buster. Um, I just think he's he's got he's got the right profile. Uh, I, I got him at fifty to one about a week or so ago. Obviously, that price has, has gone a little bit now. Um, I just think this bottom half is is is. He's open. I th- I'm not in complete agreement on Alcaraz. I just think he's, I don't know. You could take it out, out one or two ways. You can just think, all right, he's, he's just having that little bit of downtime. He's going to come back for this US. Or I just feel like he's he's feeling the pressure more now. I think he was playing much freer earlier in the year when not much was expected of him. Now that there's expectation on him, he admitted it, didn't he? When he lost to Tommy Paul, he said, the pressure. I felt the pressure. You know, we'll see. We'll see how he responds. Uh, he might respond to it absolutely superbly and go on and win this tournament, but it's, it's just too short for me. I've, I've gone for the, the, the better value on her cash. So her cash at 40 to 1. We've given uh, a talk to Sinner at 12. We've gone for Cam Norrie at 33 to 1. Uh, myself, I've gone for uh, Alcaraz at 6. And in the top half, uh, Medvedev for James for the complete the slam at plus 210. Uh, and Sean, you are like Berrettini. At uh, a very, very nice looking 25 to 1 if the conditions are fast. Now, let's move on to the match bets. Uh, it's the first round, obviously, and there's uh, lots of lots of match bets on offer with Bet Rivers, lots of handicaps, lots of specials, lots of props. Uh, Sean, you're the main man for these match bets. Um, what's caught your eye on the first round matches? There's a couple of prices that just sometimes, you know, you know when you look at the, the, the odds on the screen, you just think, really? Um, there's a couple of them that stood out. The first one was Garin. As underdog against Leheka. Um, I, I just, I, I find that, I think that must be based on the doubts over Garen's fitness. He's had a bit of a wrist problem uh, since Wimbledon, but this guy's got, it's a real Grand Slam play. He's won, I think he's won his last 10 first round Grand, Grand Slam matches in a row, uh, 11 out of his last 12. The only one he lost was to Rubliev at Wimbledon three years ago. So this is a guy who always shows up for Grand Slams. Uh, Leheka, I, I talked about him briefly on the, the, the short video I did last week previewing Winston-Salem when I, I tipped Gioffchik to beat him at 3.5 and he, he beat him easily. I don't know whether you saw that match, but Leheka was, was as, kind of as I expected. Sometimes they all work out, don't they? And that worked out perfectly. Leheka just seems to me a guy who's just, his footwork just doesn't seem nimble enough to, to be playing on these quick courts. He plays predominantly on clay, um, very rarely on, on outdoor hard. Um, Mainly a clay court player. And I, I, I really think Garen can expose him here. If he, if Garen's fit, I think I think Evans is a great price on Garen. Yeah, I, I, he's one of the ones I noted down purely and simply because what you said last week. You know, we 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 got the money at a big price. He was price. poor. Yeah, in, in that Winston Salem match, he was he was. He, I mean, Gioffchik wasn't good by any means. Um, he was average at best, but Lehecker was 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 really poor. And he, I think he's got a lot of work to do on hard courts. 
quick yeah, cards anyway. Uh, the, 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 he hasn't won a game in the last three matches. He's lost to Garin as well. And obviously with that injury concern, there may be some kind of uh, problem why that he... Uh, yeah, he's, he's had a wrist problem. But, yeah, he has had a wrist so, problem. So but that, that, that could be a little bit concerned. Um, anyone else you like, uh, Sean? Um, I quite like Jack Sock against Schwartzman. Um, I think Schwartzman, 1.44, that's much too... That's much too skinny about Schwartzman. He's not had a good year. Um, Sock actually, Sock actually beat him on clay the only time that they met, which was in Rome at, at Masters level. I, I think Sock's hot, top spin, heavy top spin forehand caused problems for for Schwartzman. I think um, problems. The only thing the issue there, it's going to be hot five sets. If Schwart, I mean Schwartzman's, yeah. uh, he's a competitor, so if he can keep him keep hanging around, hanging around five sets, I just. I trust Schwartzman's fitness a little more than Jack's, but Jack has put in a little more effort into that. So we'll, we'll see how that goes, but uh, I see your point. It, it, totally it, agree it, with it, that. Yeah, I, yeah. I was going to say to win the, I was going to say that to win the first set or with a plus oh, yeah. one half set start Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the handicap. You're oh. right. I think if that goes to a fifth, yeah. I can see Diego hanging there a little bit tougher. Yeah. Um, that, but I like that. I like the idea. But I was going to take it's Jack just straight game the game. I like it. I, I agree. Yeah. So I think two, I think it's 2.4. Four three in, in in decimal for, for for sock to win the first set. So I think which is plus one forty. So plus one forty for sock okay. to win the first set. So that's we'd like that that wager, we'd, yeah, and a handicap as well. Um, I've got one in the men's. I, right. I like I like Gasquet to beat Tara Daniel. Um, played twice before, never lost yeah. a set against him. Uh, won six yeah. four six four six two six three six two. Uh, Gasquet got to the quarterfinals and wins to Salem and, and Tara Daniel lost in qualifying and then lost in the first round as well was he got a place in lucky as a lucky loser um, given the head given the head to head given the, the the Grand Slam experience of Richard, Richard Gasquet again but obviously the heat's a problem if we go long and I'll be yeah. worried about Gasquet over five sets but if he's, if you're going to bet Gasquet to win it which um, I, I like I think it's minus 128 with Bet Rivers um, you probably want to bet him to win three sets to nil because that's the way he's going to win it. He's not going to win it three. If he gets a three, he's going to play. He's going to play aggressive, isn't he? he said it in Winston Salem a few days ago. He said, "I'm not. I'm not hanging around in this sort of temperature. I'm just. I'm being more aggressive because I don't want to be. You know, I don't want to be out here for the full three sets. You know, he's not. He's not a spring chicken anymore. But he's definitely a better tennis player. You would say more, more, more ability wise. Um, yeah. The only the only sort of worry I'd have would be that would be the fitness. Probably one of the most naturally gifted tennis players. Yeah. And, and, and who yeah, hasn't really gone on to the biggest things? He's, you know, his backhand is absolutely superb and just oh, it's magical. Watch, 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 watchable, but uh, never yeah. really, never really, really, never really got to to the, to the pinnacle where he should do. Um, James, anything you like in the in the matches? A couple. I mean, a couple of probably the uh, bigger favorites, but I like Kyrgios over Kokonakis just because I think you know sometimes the worry with Kyrgios is is his head going to be in it, and now he's playing one of his best friends. And so I think he's going to be focused. He's not going to be worried as much about the antics and stuff because he respects his friend. So I just think game to game, his, his is, you know, pretty, pretty far above Kokonakis right now. Kokonakis still has weapons, but I think Kyrgios knows his game so well. And I think he's going to, he's going to win that one and maybe even a, a, a three sets to, to, to nil one there. Um, so I like that. I like um, another Aussie John Millman over Emilio Nava. I just think the experience is going to come in there. The one that I might, um, might take a flyer on for a uh, for an underdog would be uh, Kudla um, Kudla against Hatchinoff. Hatchinoff just hasn't had as great of a year, and Kudla's a, a competitor. and And I think in the in the heat, uh, dealing with conditions, Kudla's very very fit. So I think he, he could be ready to to possibly put in a uh, put in a grind uh, grind session there. Maybe even um, 
maybe even take that to go five sets or something like that. But um, I, I like Kudla to, to make that a match. Also, David Kudler to win the first set. That you know, get the crowd behind him. First set going. You know, one of the one of the bets that Sean likes on this on this podcast. Sean, I cut you a bit short, but I know you you like um, you you give us a lot of uh, the the, mm-hmm. the bets on the matches. Anything else other than the the two you've given us? The other one I found is another it's another one that's maybe a little bit worried about fitness, but the price. I'm I'm, I'm it's it's got me in the price on uh, uh, Ali Azbedene to be Kashin. Um. Bedin's retiring after after the after the day after this tournament and then the Davis Cup, those last two tournaments that he's playing. But Kashin, he's, he's never even played a main level match on hard courts. He's he's had a fabulous season on the clay. I think he's made seven challenger finals on the clay, won four of them. He's had a, he's had a, he's up to number sixty six in the world now on the back of a really really strong challenger um, season on the clay, but never played a main draw match on a hard on a hard court outdoor hard court. His his, his record at challengers on in a hard court is poor. Um, again, fitness is the worry with Bedin, but to, you're getting odds against on, on Bedin winning the first set against against a guy like Kashin, who's, as I say, I think you just might find conditions just way too quick for him. Uh, he, he tends to avoid hard courts wherever he possibly can and flies his trade purely on the clay. So if, if Bedin's not going not gonna, to not gonna jack this in. This is, his last, this is his last Grand Slam. It's his last tournament. I think he's, he's not going to want to go out with a, with a whimper. I think he's got a fabulous chance of winning the first set there. At slight odds against, against Kashin. Okay, so give us the quick rundown on the bets that we've all given in the first round of the men's singles. Uh, we're going to go with Sock to win the first set. Uh, who's he? I can't remember his opponent now. Uh, Schwartzman. Uh, Schwartzman, yeah. Uh, Garing to win at even money at plus 100. Kyrgios uh, to beat Kokonark. It's very low, though, minus 650. But James thinks perhaps Kyrgios to win 3-0, uh, which is plus 106. Uh, James Millman to win his match, Richard Gasquet to win his match at minus one twenty eight, and have a little bit of a bit of pizza money on Cascade to win three nil. A Kudla to prove the shock of the first round at plus three ninety. And James, what about this one? Kudla plus five and a half games at minus one oh six. I like that. I, I I really do think he's going to make it a match. So I think it's uh, there's a chance he can get it to maybe he maybe he loses in a close four setter. But I, I like the five and a half games. I would take that with Kudla. Yeah, five and a half games is minus 106 currently now with Bet Rivers. And Bedene in his last ever major tournament, plus 125. And we also like Bedene to win the first set. Okay, that's yeah, just the... to win the first set, that one. I'm not sure about his fitness. Okay, just, to win, the, just to win the first set, Bedene to beat uh, Kachin, uh, who's a clay court specialist. Let's move on to the women's section. Um, again, like the men, it's it's impossible. I mean, it's it's, it's an impossible draw. Uh, Sriontek is the favourite at uh, plus 375. Now... If you had said to me thought, two months ago, would you be getting plus 375? Sure, you wouldn't. But would I better now? Would I? No chance. Uh, she looks tired. She looks uh, She looks as though she's she's done what she's had to do in the season, setting all those records, winning those clay court events. Uh, second favourite is Simona Halep at seven, who uh, me and Sean have already mentioned here in the build-up to the tournament. Uh, I think she was 12 to one at the time. Uh, Sabalenka, 13. Uh, Corey Goff, uh, around about 14. Uh, Radu Khan, who's 17. I mean, come on, Ribikina is 17. Uh, Garcia, 14. I miss Garcia out of 14. Um, but there's a lot of women players around who can win this draw. And unlike the men's draw, I'm looking at this draw here and I want to be on a player in the bottom half. I think the top half looks very, very heavyweight. It's Fiontek, uh, Ostapenka, Badosa, you've got Kivitova, uh, you've Radikanu, uh, Sabalenka. 
uh, Ruby Keener, the, the champion as well. So, um, James, where do you see the value in this uh, women's section? So I, I kind of agree with you that Sviantek, um, you know, it's, it's going to be tough to, for her to win this with a uh, quicker court. People have kind of gotten the playbook of being able to try to attack that forehand. She has been working on that, trying to improve it, but I still think it's a little too much for her to win the U.S. Open this year. So um, I'm looking at other ones and one that very often, similar to Cam Norrie, doesn't get spoken about, but is extremely consistent is Jess Pagula. Um, I like her style. I like her demeanor. I like the way she's been playing um, and the way that you can almost like consistently pencil her in for the second week of slams. So um, I like her ability. She is in Sviantec's quarter. Um, so I think if they both get there, I actually think Pagula has a chance to, to be the one that takes out Sviantec, uh, possibly in the quarters. Um, I like her game a lot. I think um, on, the, on the bottom half, there's that one section, um, I think, where there's Halep, Keys, and Goff. And then on the other side, there's Haddad, Maya, and Garcia, two of the, the kind of in, most informed players uh, in the last few weeks. Um, so I think that's a tricky section. I, I can't make a pick of who's going to come out of there, but whoever comes out of there could could possibly be tired. I know you, you guys like Halep, um, but she's going to have to go through possibly Keys or Goff, then possibly Haddad Maya or Garcia. That's that's tough, uh, tough to get through. Yeah, I mean, Pegula is uh, 23 to 1 currently with Bet Rivers. She's going to have a huge support in New York. You know, her father's very obviously very well uh, known and the, 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 the only the franchise of the is the Buffalo is the Buffalo Buffalo Bills yeah, yeah Buffalo Bills the NFL team so uh yeah, yeah he's, she's gonna have a very home support uh, and she's uh, a confident pick with James at 23 to 1 to do well to progress farther uh for me I like Halep um I think the weakest section is that quarter the, the fourth quarter Jabir's not fit 100% she's not fit you can you can tell by the, the results since Wimbledon I think that the losing in the Wimbledon final really affected her uh, I think since then she hasn't been the same player. Contavi is probably how I'm not. I'm not. I've, I'm not going to disrespect any tennis player in any way whatsoever. But I'm amazed that she's number two in the world, really, from her current form. I, I think that's really. You can look at the betting. She's eighty to one, so she's ranked thirty in the betting, and she's number two. So it's a false ranking as far as I'm, I'm concerned. So I feel there's some value in that that fourth quarter, and uh, a player I like is uh, Kazakina uh, at forty to one. Um, I think she's got a fantastic draw to get through to the semifinals and win that quarter. You can bet her at seven to one just to win the quarter. I think that's an absolute great bet. I'm not saying she's going to go on and win it, but I think in a weak, weak draw, and we saw last year with Raducanu that anybody can you know, get on a bit of run here. You, you can you can do any, anything in this tournament. Um, so I'm going to go for Kazakina to win that fourth quarter. I'm like Halep. I think Halep wins it. I think, you know, I think her form at Wimbledon was superb. She ran into a, a, a brilliant Ribikina on the day who beat her but prior to that she was definitely the girl to beat and she's obviously uh, won a, a, a big tournament in uh, in Canada bef- since then as well but obviously she got beat the following round but you, you can forgive her that because you won the run for the final um, just on that fourth quarter there is a someone we, we're going to talk about here and it's a bet that I like um, bet, uh, bet Rivers have plus one to plus 125 Cornet to beat Raducanu now Whenever we've spoken about the women's tour on this um, on this podcast, every opportunity I have to oppose Raducanu, I've opposed Raducanu. Um, you know, she took a totally different person from last year. Um, there's reports that she was seen crying on the practice court yesterday with her coach Terzanoff. Uh, James, you're over in uh, in New York. You, you're you're at the Flushing Meadow uh, working for your commitments for the American television. 
what have you seen of Radicani and what what is the difference of of the player now from what you saw this young girl turning up last year? Yeah, I mean, so our practice, our, our uh, set is right by the practice court. So we saw that that practice session where she had to take two breaks uh, in between. Her, her coach Tersnov actually jumped in and was hitting uh, with the, the the partner she was hitting with. So um, it, it looked concerning, and I, I think she's she's dealing with tons of the stress, tons of all, all the pressure she's had this whole year. Now it's coming even more so when she's defending her title at the U.S. Open here. And she actually didn't come on site for a couple of days um, while she was she was just staying away. And I think it's a lot. I mean, she's 19 years old. Let's be let's be realistic on, on what should be expected of her and what has been expected since she won it. Um, so I think it's just so much. And Cornet is just a, a great, uh, just a wily veteran. You know, she knows how to win matches. She, she puts people in uncomfortable, puts her opponents in uncomfortable positions. Um, she competes hard. She moves well. Um, I think it's a tough matchup for Raducanu. I, um, and it, it would help. It helps her that the courts are quicker that she can, if she plays the same way she played last year, playing that aggressive baseline style, standing on the baseline and moving forward. But I just don't know if she's got the confidence right now to to hit enough of those winners against a, a really good veteran in in Cornet. Yeah, plus uh, one twenty five currently calling. Cool. I I think that line will move um, on in the build up to the game. I think this will probably become a fifty fifty matchup. Uh, things don't look right in the Radicano camp. The speculation coming through and the added pressure for a young girl and nineteen to defend her trophy uh, is is something that um, even people much more experience than her have, have struggled to do. Uh, the other player I'm, I'm going to give you is another girl. I think I think this girl's one of the one of the best young talents in the women's game. She had lots and lots of problems, and we've we've spoken about her before as well, James. When we've done it, I can't remember which tournament it was. I think it was Australian Open. Uh, Clara Clara Towson. Um, she's coming yeah. back to some form. She plays Muguruza, and I think Muguruza is at the sort of the end of her career, and this girl was on the up of her career. And I think if she's fit at minus one ten. She beats Muguruza. So they're my picks uh, for the women's draw. James has gone uh, for Pegula at uh, 23 to 1. I'm going for Simona Hallett, but I'll, I'll look, look out for Kazakh Kingna to shock in that fourth section. James, thank you as always for joining us. I know you're a very, very busy man. This time of year, you're busier than ever, and I really appreciate your time. And, and I'm coming to New York, so I'll be uh, I'll come to, to come and see you, and uh, hopefully we'll have a little... Uh, well, you'll be working. I'll have a couple of uh, Bud Lights or something like that, but uh, uh, you, I'll buy you a coffee. So there you go. Sean, <laughs> listen, thank you, thank you very much. I know you've just walked for 45 Pleasure. miles, and you, you've done all your bit and you, you've joined us today and uh, and a uh, safe journey back and and i'm sure uh, we'll be back talking as the tournament goes on so please remember to check out all the great content on the bet rivers network check out us on our twitter page at because we win you can follow all the handicappers on there and you can also download this podcast on any one of your uh, network providers thanks very much guys and uh, good luck with all your bets uh, on this year's uh, us open championship thank you guys Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.